The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 24th of September 2018. Um, we got our pal Sean Colden coming in momentarily, but before he comes in, I do the, the whole thing with Eminem. But remember, three days. This is monumental. We'll be up for four years, and we are close to a 1,000 podcasts already. And I just want to tell people, you know how many people told me not to do this? I, 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 could, I could rattle off 50 names. And the guy that was doing my web stuff at the time said that I was nuts. And you want me to tell you what I did? I fired him. I fired him. And he was wrong just like all of them. Most podcast shows last 30 days. We'll be up four years in three days, and the business has been up five years, May 12th of this year. I'm not where I want to be financially, obviously, but I'll tell you what. I'm a lucky, blessed guy. There aren't many people that can go to work every day and say they like what I do. Plus, I'm working outside of here, plus the training, plus everything else. I won't relent, and that's what you got to learn to do. So with that in mind, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because when you speak to yourself in that tone, you're going to have major changes in your life, and it's not going to happen in one day. It takes 28 days to start sifting through all that garbage you have in your subconscious mind. But I'm here to tell you, you're magnetic. And what you think about is what you become, as the great Napoleon Hill said in the book, Think and Grow Rich. Think about that. Also, too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Um, Winners and Champions, Inc., that is our premier product. Go out and look at that. That will change your life big time because we still do all that stuff here at the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. Also, too, um, don't forget about investing here. We don't talk about donation. It's investment. You're investing in FBC and M&M for a lifetime. Um, if you go out to that page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com, um, there's a $25, $50, and $100 investment in the company. You will get free stuff back with it if you want, but every dime that goes in here gets invested in both companies. And the page is obviously called Prosperity Consciousness because if you go out and read about it and understand it, it is great to give, and I'm one of the biggest givers you'll ever meet. But the problem is I never asked for anything back. And you need a lot of money to run this kind of stuff. It is big time. So regardless, um, I'm dead set on everything here. And um, as I was telling Sean offline, this place is just exploding with growth. Our Etched in Stone page alone, I'm getting 15 new people on it a week. A week. 
All right. And we had Gary Clark on here, the uh, disabled strongman. Well, you don't have to say that word to him because he doesn't even acknowledge it. I love Gary. Gary, the show might be up tonight even. He's got to be one of the most inspiring people I've ever met in my life. This guy is balls to the wall. I mean, he even organizes all these big events. They just had one um, in Norway that he just came back from. He's just absolutely incredible. So what's your excuse? Think about it. Also, too, um, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. As I said, we're close to 1,000 shows in just under four years. Sean's done an initial show with me. He's back today, and we want to get him back on here, if not monthly, every other month, if his schedule permits. But I like Sean mainly uh, a number of reasons. He's a local guy like me, like Ned Norton when you had him on. I mean, I got stuff back from people. They were dying when Ned was talking about the stories with the health food store. I mean, it's funny shit. And, but it all has a direct effect of what we're talking about and what we mean with it. So we're going to keep doing this with Sean, obviously. Um, also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Um, you go out and hit that. It goes right to my MailChimp account, and you know how I am with content. You will get tons. Also, too, um, don't forget more investment. Buy advertising from us. Uh, it's $250 per month, but you're going to get mentioned on the beginning and the end of the show. You go out through all my social media, my list that I have in MailChimp, Plus, I promote, promote, promote. I probably give you more than $250, but I want a lifelong handshake. And the only way you can do this with me is you have to call me on my personal phone because it's a sign of respect. Email's okay, but not when you're discussing business. That's just my preference. That's what my dad would always say, too. And uh, I still listen to him, even though he's not here physically. So we got to do that. And also, too, go out to our YouTube channel. Uh, Fiorello Barbell Company, real men, real strength, real power. And on that note, I'm going to bring some power in here momentarily. I'm going to give you a little um, information on Sean. Number one, um, he's a power lifter. Um, if you went out and looked, uh, world champion, power lifter, strong man, entrepreneur, he owns his own business. So he understands the pain of this at times. But I'll tell you what. There's nothing I'd rather do. Um, Sean, um, it's an honor to have you back, brother. Welcome, and um, tell us everything, anything you got. Websites, doesn't matter with the business, anything you want to put out, and what's going on with you, if you got any meets or anything that's happening at the moment. Okay, great. Thanks, Eric. Um, First of all, congratulations on your four years, Um, and uh, you've done a great job. Thank you. Very proud of that. So, uh, and uh, thanks, thanks for having me on as well, too. Um, yeah, so there's, I mean, there, there's a lot going on. Um, here we are in the uh, September of 2018, and uh, we're approaching um, our second annual uh, Coleman's King of the Deadlift um, that will be held October 27th of 2018 at ABC Sports and Fitness in Latham, New York. Um, we held the event last year. Um, back October 14th of 2017, and uh, we had 60 to 70 lifters compete in the King of the Deadlift competition. Wow. Um, and, and what that consisted of um, was just like a King of the Deadlift. You know, you put 300 pounds on, you yep. put 400 pounds on, you keep on going up, you escalate up until 
uh, someone falls and the last man is standing. So uh, it was it was good for all the lifters. It was exciting for all the lifters. And it was a great atmosphere for even fans to come and, you know, spectators, because it was spectator friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, you would see a guy lift 500 pounds and maybe 10 guys lifted 500 pounds and all of a sudden say, OK, I think that guy's capable of 550. Right. Let's see if he can or can't do it. So it was really spectator friendly and uh, it was really a great turnout. And the more the most important thing of it is um, is that it, it was a fundraiser. And yep. uh, to give you a little bit of background of it, um, as I had mentioned uh, in the previous uh, podcast that we had, um, my 21 year old son, Zachary, passed away um, to a heroin overdose in February of 2015. So we had started the um, Zachary Coleman Memorial Family Fund um, also in 2015. And, you know. We were we were we were getting money here and there, and we were figuring out ways to determine how to raise some funds. And uh, and you know, I had a group of, of powerlifters at um, ABC um, yep. that had, had become really close to me. And uh, my fiftieth birthday was approaching, and on October fourteenth of two of thousand seventeen, and they said, "Why don't we have a King of the Deadlift on your fiftieth birthday?" Nice and. To coincide with that, um, we will have it as a fundraiser for the you know Zachary Coleman Memorial Family Fund, and we will raise money. So we ended up raising ten thousand dollars at that event. Good. And and the money from that event, um, I had been aligned with Captain Cares, which is an organization out of Saratoga County, and uh, they work with youth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided um, I had met with them a couple times pre prior to the event. And I said, this is the kind of organization that I want to work with. Mm -hmm. And the reason I wanted to work with this organization. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, my son, Zachary passed away to, to a heroin overdose, but we as a family felt very strongly, um, that, you know, maybe if we went in the direction of addiction, that, that was really a battle that I really felt that we couldn't win. And I, I didn't know how much influence I could have on the people I was working with through addiction. I think there's um, more educated, um, better people that could serve, um, you know, anyone that's uh, battling an addiction problem. Yeah. So we went in the direction of, okay, let's get to the, maybe the potential root of addiction. Um, you know, and when we reflected back on, you know, Zachary growing up, we felt he was, you know, somewhat of an introverted teenager, mm-hmm. um, really didn't feel a part of anything. Um, so why can't we go, why can't we go in that direction? Um, maybe work with some youth and uh, maybe create some opportunities for those youth and make them feel a part of something. Yep. And uh, that was really important to us. Um, so uh, when we aligned ourselves with Captain Cares, um, they have a strong relationship with Shenandoah School District. Okay. And we met, with, we met with the middle school counselors. So we met with all the guidance counselors in the middle school. And we said, this is what we're proposing. Uh, we're proposing a Zachary Coleman Memorial Family Fund scholarship where you would recognize a student and say maybe that student comes from and it's and it's uh, uh, financially based on the family's income. OK, maybe there's there's a, maybe there's a single mom out there or maybe there's a child out there that doesn't have any um, uh, doesn't have a, a positive right. parental situation. And we want to help those. You know, maybe there's a 12 year old kid that's sitting in his room and uh, wants to play baseball or wants to be involved in theater camp 
but doesn't have the resources to get involved in that. We want to provide those resources. Yep. So uh, we have some great stories. And uh, on your web on your web page, you had mentioned and on your Facebook that you had mentioned, uh, we prepared a video that yep. showed that showed what we had did for these children and gave the stories of those three or four children that we have helped. And we've helped additional ones along after that video was produced. Um, but that's the goal. Yeah, definitely. Let me ask you this, Sean. I mean, um, I know what I see in the world. I, I, I try not to, um, even though I'm media, I, I stay away from a lot of things because, um, there's just too much negativity out there for my taste and too many people out there telling you you can't do it. What have you seen in the last few years with the memorial that maybe has opened your eyes much more and know that there are a lot of kids out there hurting. They're looking for just somebody to even give them a smile, as my mom would yeah. say. What, what have you seen? I mean, has it really opened your eyes to a different world with children? I, I think so. I think grief opened my eyes to a lot of things, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and I think that is, is one of those, but I think historically I've always had that, that my nature has always been to try to help people. Sure. Even if I was at a gym, you know, when we were at Conley athletic club for all those years or yep. maybe Albany strength or ABC, whenever I noticed, um, a potential lifter along a side of us that maybe we could bring into our group and help, yep. I, so now, you know, we, we've took it a little further because historically I looked at Zachary's story, you know, sure, so, sure. so, so I feel, you know, when I reflect back on Zachary, you know, what, what maybe could I have done to help? And, and, and those are the type of things that if I could have a similar situation where I can help in some way, I want to help. And if I can change a young person's life in some way, I want to do that. No, I and, agree. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think. You know, the environment that we have as, you know, weightlifters, powerlifters, strongmen, you know, you have that young piece of clay yep. that walks into the gym yep. and they're looking for guidance. Just yeah. like I was looking for guidance when I was a teenager walking sure. into Conley Athletic Club. And sure. if I can provide that guidance, and I'm just talking powerlifting at the particular moment, I'll help those alongside of it. But, I you know, agree. there's so many other kids out there that maybe powerlifting isn't for them. Maybe it's Taekwondo, maybe it's theater camp, maybe it's baseball, maybe yeah. it's tennis. But if they can't, if they don't have the resources to even get into the, to that, that group or that circle of, yep. of, of, that, of that group, we have to be able to help them. And, mm -hmm. um, and there's so many difficult family situations out there yeah, I know. That, um, that if we can have the guidance counselors recognize, because these 13, 14, 15-year-old kids aren't aware of what we're able to provide. Mm -hmm. So if I can work alongside with the guidance counselors and they recognize a child that could benefit from what we're offering, that's a great match. Hey, you know, it's real interesting because you never know the wor what words you say to people or obviously you're more in a position now where you can raise money and you can send these kids to where they want to go, right? But I'll Correct. tell you, I'll tell you what, and and I just fall back a little bit to our history. Yeah. When I drive by Colony Athletic, I still have a big grin on my face. Yeah. All right. And, and you should. And you should. Yep. And it, it's funny how I have a lot of pieces of Colony Athletic in my own gym here. Um, yeah. Uh, 
that and the old steel pier, obviously, in British American Park were some great times. Um, and you don't forget those things. And regardless, it does have bearing on your life. It does have an outcome that is very beneficial to all of us. Now, with what I'm doing, and it was starting to happen when I was at Colony, there's no way I could go there much longer. And anyways, I, you know, we know the story. You know, with the police coming in, the whole deal. Well, that guy, that yeah. guy didn't want us in. He booted me and my brother and Joey out multiple times. You know, mainly me. He, I, you know, I used to walk in with yeah. bars on my shoulder. And he'd yeah. be like, what the hell are you doing? Well, most of the bars are bent, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the, the thing that I gained from this, and, you know, obviously the loss of a loved one is killer. You know, I mean, yep. your, your yep. son, my brother, all that stuff. But, you know, the nice thing that Zachary left everyone was the ability now for his family to step up and help others. And that's a big thing because I think we as weightlifters, you know, a lot of weightlifting, what I call a physical culture, um, it gets a black eye because it only takes one bad apple, and it goes with anything to really um, get people uh, against what you do. But this is the stuff, you know, we see stuff with our mutual friend Ned Norton with the Warriors on Wheels. This is the stuff that makes a difference. This is the stuff that should be talked about, not about somebody with their boobs hanging out and their pants halfway down their ass. I could care less. I've seen it already. You know what I mean? And this is the stuff that matters. This is the stuff that you can improve upon and go anywhere you want with this because, obviously, you're making contacts. You've got the lifters that are coming in and getting donations for this project. So – Kudos to you, man. But I'll tell you right now, I think we're at a point right now in history, too, because I know, you know, when I'm out, doesn't matter where I go, a lot of times people come up and say, well, do you lift? And, you know, obviously, yeah. Um, but I, I don't ever give anybody a wise answer, Anthony. You'd be amazed when you stand and talk to people if they want to talk. You would be amazed, you know, and you probably know, you're you're very much in the public eye. Um, just the verbiage coming out of them. Well, well I, I'd like to try it. I said, well, our motto here on our branding is we don't try, we succeed. Yep. Okay? Because you're going into something with the wrong attitude right there. And I understand because I can tell you this, and then I'll give it right to you. When I tore my bicep in Iceland, that was one of the most crushing things that had ever happened to me, other than losing Jimmy, my father, et cetera, et cetera, things of that nature. Yeah. The plane flight was the longest flight I ever had in my life because I'll tell you why, Sean. Yeah. Like any of us, we prepare like crazy. We got standards far and, and more reaching than most people ever have, and we have expectations of ourselves. We put an awful lot into ourselves, and we expect the same. And... I can remember, I got to tell you, it was probably one of the few times I felt sorry for myself, but I got over it quick, all right? And I remember not many people were saying too much because, you know, it would have been pretty um, nasty if they probably did. And I remember going to, I I talk about him at the end of the show, John Ridge. He was my chiropractor for years, and he was like a father figure to me. And, And most incredible man one of them I've ever met in my life. And
and we used to have conversations, and I'd go down and have breakfast with he and his wife some days and all that. And he said one of the nicest things to me that somebody's ever said to me. He he calls me up and he says, are you coming over? And I, I really didn't want to talk to anybody. And he goes, come on over. And they were all from New Hampshire, like my father was from Boston, and they still had that accent, which I love to today. And when his father passed away, his father, believe it or not, was a chiropractor and a barber in New Hampshire. And he had one of those old school barber chairs. It was beautiful, man, with the marble tops and everything. He says, and I can't do it, but it was always sit and pause chair, something to that effect. So I sat there. And he says, how you doing? I said, I'm okay. He goes, are you? And I was like, well, you know what happened, right? He's like, yeah, I know what happened, but I want to tell you something. And I was like, what? He goes, not only am I proud of you, he says, think about how many people have ever lifted that stone in the entire universe, man. He said, you had the guts to get on a plane, go to a different country, and go after something that's almost immovable and, you know, unliftable. So after that, that really got my ass in gear. And 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 that, that sheet or whatever that stuff, the, the doom and gloom that was hanging on me was gone. And that's what I'm saying with all the stuff you're involved in, with what we go through, all of us. We, we have trials and trepidations every day of our life. But one thing I've learned with business among everything is this. When these things happen, welcome them. Because you're going to get a lesson and you're going to achieve higher from it. If you're hiding from this stuff or you're afraid of getting a bloody nose because of it, you know, I know most people don't like President Trump, but I was listening to something he said many years ago. And you talk about being right on the money, and it was this. If you can take uh, the constant beating, all right, from a business, if you can take the stress and still keep coming back every day, you belong in it. But if you don't, yep. you should get out right now. Go ahead, take it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, business, business, business-wise. I mean, I opened my business in two thousand nine, and right. uh, fortunately, fortunately, everything has been very successful. We've had yep. we had two offices, and and things are very well, and uh, I'm grateful of that. And, sure. Um, you know, but going back to what you said before, um, I think a lot of that. You know, when you when you say you drive by Conley Athletic Club, sure. a lot of my foundation, me personally, my was built there. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, you know, I walked in there and my story, you know, could potentially be aligned with those same teenagers that we're helping now. I mean, Absolutely. I, I got out of I got out of high school. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I never lifted any weights. I walked in there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was the kind of person that wanted to lift more weight each time I went into the gym and I was welcomed and embraced by a, a community of powerlifters at Conley Athletic Club, you know, Ned yep. Norton, Jeff Crystal, Mike yep. Renaud, George Barna, and they welcomed me in there. Yep. And, uh, I kind of turned my life around in, in a positive way, being just welcomed by, by this group. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, Eric, you know, there wasn't, there was one gym and, uh, and, yeah. that, and that, and that yep. was it. Yep. That was it. You walked yep. in there and that was the gym to go to. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you could walk in there on a Monday night and there might be 15 guys benching 400 pounds yep. um, on a Monday night there. So that was due. And, there, you know, it wasn't the same culture 
that we're exposed to now. I mean, if you were, and I've said this before on your podcast, you know, if you were taking a selfie in the mirror um, and you were caught, you know, you were caught there. I mean, you'd be you'd be laughed out of the place. So without a doubt, serious, we use a serious place. And those guys wanted to be competitors and yep. they were competitors. So you walked in there and you were surrounded by competitors. And yep. that was that was what built my foundation competitively in powerlifting. And it also translated to success in business. Yeah. And uh, I'm very grateful, even still to this day, when I drive by that place, I get the same kind of uh, feelings that you do. Yeah. And I think what we want to do with our memorial fund is provide those same opportunities. Yeah. And those opportunities can be given to, you know, you know, I, I see a young powerlifter walking to that gym. I, I try to embrace that young powerlifter. There's, there's, there's many powerlifters that I've helped young and old um for you know for a long time um just to just to get a smile from that you know the those sure. attempts that they make at a powerlifting me because they're just as they're just as gratifying as the lifts that i've made over time oh and, without uh, a doubt and it's, it's it's just as gratifying to me um but so you know to touch on college level cup for a second because that's a real important part of this whole story because it's, uh, it built my foundation and i'm trying to help build a foundation for similar, um, you know, uh, young, young men and young women. And, uh, if I can help in any way through our Memorial family fund, that's what we're trying to do. No, I agree with you. And, you know, we like to touch upon like yourself, I'm sure just the mental fortitude that you teach and build, you know, we see too many people and you have over the years like myself and still to this, to this day. Well, yeah, just go do this, that, and this, and you're a champion. Well, you and I both know that's a bunch of BS, no, all right? it's not, yeah. And, and, and when you throw a kid, especially you see this with a lot of gymnasts, females, they think because they're 13 years old they can thump them through the ground repeatedly. Well, I got news for you. I know a guy that coaches a lot of gymnasts, all right, and he's a killer coach, Mike Gillette. Mm. And I will tell you this. The amount of injuries you see on this, these kids is just, it's disgusting, man. To run a child, and they are children, folks, all right? They yeah. might be superior athletes that can do anything. But let's remember this. They're, mentally, they're not fully formed at all, all right? Yep. And physically, they're not fully formed at all. Oh, they might, they might move like a rocket and be able to flip left, right, and up and down. Great. But the thing is, they're vulnerable to injury like any of us. And second of all, from what Mike has told me and other people I've spoken to, what happens to a lot of these kids is these coaches break them mentally. And I don't mean just break them because they want them to do things their way. They push. And, you know, one thing, Sean, I'm sure you've seen, and obviously when you're helping people or training people – there's a threshold that you've got to be very careful about going over. Now, I, I don't believe in all the stuff of today's world where, you know, well, you know, don't push them too hard. But I know from training people here and stuff, I know the threshold we're reaching, and I don't – obviously, I try not to cross that line, at least not initially, for a long time. If you do that – and you coach people properly, they're going to respond. But if you're going to keep beating them over the head, you lose. 
they lose. Yep. And the next thing you know, they're hurt, they quit. And then how many times have you heard from people? I've heard people come here. Well, what's different about what you do? Because I've had bad experiences and wasted a lot of money. Go ahead and take a comment on any of that. Well, I think there's, you know, working as a mentor in, in powerlifting, I think the fortunate part that I've had is, is that, you know, I've had a 30 plus year career of it. Yep. So I've been able to evaluate my own experiences and watching others. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, and there's so many different things that come into play when you're working with young athletes. It's not just the training. It, it's, 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 it's more of dealing with the mind. Yeah. And, you know, because let's, let's look at it this way. You know, a lot of, a lot of what's going on today is you see, you know, maybe people squatting three or four times a week, bench pressing <laughs> three or four times a week. You know, to me is how can you get, how can you get motivated for three squat workouts a week? Exactly. How can you get motivated for three or four bench workouts a week? Because that's the key. I think the key is you can have as many Excel spreadsheets in your in box as you want but if you're not motivated and you're not in the right environment when you're training none of that means anything exactly um and that's where potential injury come into play okay so if you're in an unmotivated environment and you're squatting three or four days a week what's that going to provide to you i guarantee it's going to lead to an injury and Mm -hmm. it's going to lead to you being out of the sport Mm -hmm. so let's work with let's have it let's have a consistent training program where you're constantly motivated from week to week to week and you know what's the real most important thing is how you're going to compete on how what kind of competitor you are on the day of competition. Right. And I think that's the most important thing because what I try to do is let's really focus on what type of competitor you are instead of what kind of athlete that trains. I, I think you really need to focus on being a competitor on meet day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really focus on. So I, I kind of have a balance. So I look at the training and I say, okay, let's create a great environment for the training. Because right. you know what? There's no magic training template out there. No. Let's face that. There no. isn't. You know what I mean? Because yeah. otherwise, it would have been discovered. There's <laughs> not. I nope. think what the, what, what, what the optimal um, piece of training is to have an optimal training environment. So create the best environment possible. Yeah. And, and once we have that training environment possible, let's create the best competitor that we have and create a tough competitor and create – and, and have that competitor com- compete in tough environments at good competitions where all they're going to do is just garner great experiences from there. And from each year, they're going to progress. No, I, and, agree. I agree. Go that's ahead. That's what we try to do. So, yeah. you know, I take some young, young, young athletes that I've worked with and said, okay, hey, we got a great training um, environment here. Let's, let's, uh, let's also make a, a great competitor out of you. And I oh, think I've yeah. kind of been successful with that. And I think that's what the real focus is. And you kind of have that balance. Okay. Once, once that competition is over, you know, they're anxious. They're young, your young kids are anxious. Sorry, get me on the next program. And I kind of purposely back away a little bit because that's the time you need to back away a little bit. Absolutely. Chill out, chill out yep. for a little while, yep. chill out for two or three months yep. because you can't sustain that motivation at a high level all year round. No. It's just not going to happen. Nope. So, uh, so those are the things I've learned over the years, and those kind of things that I try to pass on as a as a mentor in the sport. No, it's 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 an excellent way to train an individual, and yep. you know, to me, less is more. I mean, you know, there's people that come over here once in a while to train, but with what I do, I don't get a lot of takers. Okay, you know, you're not yep. going to, you know. Most people aren't going to want to go after stones, and I train outside a good part of the year. 
Um, I, it doesn't matter. Unless it's treacherous, I'm walking no matter what with something. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the way I use a power rack, um, you know, like today, um, from parallel, I do everything dead start. I've been doing them for years, but I'm working with John McKean, who's a pretty famous lifter from the 60s and 70s, and he's in the all-around stuff, and we're doing a lot of stuff, whether it's bottom, middle, or whatever, but we've been hitting a lot of mid-range lifts now. Like today, I hit um, from the bottom position, which would be my parallel, you know, with a regular conventional squat. Um, You know, I mashed a 503 for a six-second isometric hold, but I call them an isometric push against the rods. Now, people will say to me, well, you know, that's not a lot of weight for what you do. I was like, okay, um, but this is just another cycle I'm going through, cycling down. Let me tell everybody, I've said this before, if you go out and look at the old stuff of Bill March, Dr. Ziegler, or anything you can find, here's the, here's the deal. You hold a 503 for six seconds the way I do. That is equal to 10 singles, to 10 reps, all right? This thing, if you can even get it started, will literally feel like it's going to shear your spine in half, all right? So I'm not going to get a lot of takers to play with things like that. And I've done a ton of conventional things where I figured out now with my glued hand machine how to do isometric holds with that. So I am dabbling in things I've never heard people do. John and I are going to have some courses out next year on it, and I'm doing a lot of things with my nieces and nephews, which is going to be out next year, and that's all going to be contained in Etched in Stone for Kids, which is out on Facebook with all my stuff. Now, why am I saying this? Because, as Sean said, when he trains these athletes, they got to realize they've got to kind of step back a little bit. And the true meaning of staying around, Sean's around, I'm around still, is this. Yep, we all get injuries. We all have times when you want to just throw the towel in and quit. I mean, I'm not going to speak for Sean. I'll speak for me. If you haven't, I would love to shake your hand because I don't know if you're pushing that hard if you never felt that way. But as I've said, when I walk 95 feet back to my front door out of my driveway, I'm already thinking about what's the next workout going to be. Working out like life is a very emotional thing. How you handle and control your emotions makes you a champion or a loser. And that is the truth. Because you don't you don't necessarily have to be the winner in the weight room, but you should be. And you should be a winner in life, too. No matter what happens, you're going to find out as you concentrate on principles like that. And the, I talk about standards. I'm putting together a big thing with standards right now. The first standard I use, this is all my own, is called belief. Now, belief, you can look at it any way you want. A lot of people use belief with believing in God. That's fine with me. I do believe in God, so boo-hoo if you don't like it. But this is my point, and I'm sure I want Sean, I'll go to him with this. Obviously, he and his family have been probably through some pretty hard times. Well, there's no doubt, but I can't speak for him with the loss of a son. I mean, I, I can't even imagine that. But if he didn't have a belief in either himself 
or what he was going to do the rest of his life. Because it's like anything that's that traumatizing. You're standing there and you're saying to yourself, why? And and a lot of times we don't get answers to what we need to have. So what you got to do is believe in yourself and your son that's no longer with you. And you got to carry on like he's doing with this Memorial Family Fund. So what I'm saying to everyone is this. Believe in yourself when everyone else in the world doesn't. Believe in yourself with your training. Believe in yourself with where you can get with your business. Believe in yourself that every day you wake up and put your feet on the floor, as I say, you have the word opportunity. Opportunity is sitting there for every one of us every day. And remember this. I'll give it right to you, Sean, is this. Every one of us is unique. There will never be another Sean. There will never be another Eric. And the sooner you realize that you're more than just the sum of all your parts and people telling you, eh, whatever, realize that. And when you start realizing these things and talking to yourself in that manner, there's going to be great things happening to you like you would not believe. It's all yours, Sean. Well, thanks. Thanks, Eric. And um, I also, before we end here, I want to just uh, give an idea of what the future holds here and just – uh, share it with uh, your audience. So sure. um, as I mentioned earlier, um, we had the event last year, the King of the Deadlift on October 14th of 2017. Um, and the Zachary Coleman Memorial Family Fund was aligned with Captain Cares and raised $10,000. The video is on YouTube. If you want to get a little background of our story, um, just put in Zachary Coleman Memorial Family Fund. And that it's a 10 minute video. It's well worth the watch. Um, it'll tell you a little bit about um, our story and what we've provided to these um, uh, these, these young children. Um, so moving forward, um, we raised $10,000 in 2017. Our goal is $20,000 in 2018, and I'm very wow. confident that we're going to yep. be doing that. Yep. And uh, what we've also worked with with Captain Cares is initially in year one, um, Captain Cares is, is, is very um, involved in Saratoga County. And uh, we had said to um, Andy Gilpin, one of the directors up there, I not only want to provide financial um, support, but I also want to be involved with the organization. So we also provided a, um, a powerlifting seminar at uh, one of the local uh, uh, community centers up there at um, Half Moon Heights, where we put on a powerlifting demonstration um, with some of the young lifters that we had. And it was really was received very well yep. by the uh, community um, at, at the center by the young children, even some of the parents. Um, so we're going to be doing more events like that as well, too. But on October 27th of 2018, we'll be having that second annual Coleman's King of the Deadlift, um, where we're hoping to have 100 plus lifters. Great. I mean, last year alone, um, we had close to 10 lifters um, deadlift over 700 pounds. Awesome. Um, so we'll probably have, we'll probably have, you know, I, I say 15 to 20 lifters this year that'll be close to over 700 pounds. We're going to have, we're going to have, you know, we might even have a 900-pound deadlift there by uh, one of the local lifters here, Evan Mensing, who's competing this year. Okay. Um, he's, he's his background. He has pulled 855 pounds of competition. He's competing in it this year. Um, we have a bunch of women um, that will be pulling over 400 pounds. We had one last year that tried 500 pounds. Wow. So, um, you know, and, and, and what I try to say to people is, is that, yeah, the, the, those, those big weights are great, but it's just as gratifying watching a young lifter um, that's coming in there and never competed it before. And this is the first competition, 
competition and they're in a warm environment. Yeah. Um, they're, they're welcomed by all the other powerlifters and they pull a personal best. That to me is just as gratifying as the potential 900 pound deadlift, the 800 pound deadlift, the 700 pound deadlifts, the, the 400 pound deadlift by the women. To me, that's just as gratifying. Definitely. And I think, um, and I think the crowd recognizes that too. And they see such a warm group of, uh, of, of, of people that identify themselves as powerlifters. And, and we're all proud to be a part of that community. Um, so what we're looking to do is, is like I said, raise a $20,000 and I've worked with Captain Cares and said, we want to bring that footprint bigger outside of Saratoga County. Mm -hmm. Um, we want to bring it to possibly Rensselaer County and Albany County. And we were to provide that scholarship fund to some other young children in different, in, in, in different counties. And, uh, and that's, and you know, maybe in year three, we'll expand it even more. Um, but, uh, I really think it's taken a life of its own. We have some great support of the community. Yep. Um, I'd invite everyone to go on to Coleman's King of the Deadlift on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. Um, I recommend watching the video on YouTube. It's on Eric's page. It's on yep. Eric's Facebook page. We'll get it and, back uh, up again, too. Yeah, and I think it's. Uh, I think. I think once you watch that and see what, the positive things that we're doing, um, I, I think you want to be involved. I'd love to have you have someone. The audience involved as a lifter. Yep. Um, as a donor, yep. um, whatever way that they feel they can contribute, um, I, I would welcome that. And um, I want to thank you for the opportunity again to uh, to to kind of share um, my story and, and what the future holds. Um, and uh, I'd like to be on a little bit more uh, in the future and share yeah. what we've done. Yeah, and, uh, I we'll think it's real on. important because we, we both have aligned. You know, we both have some same experiences, Eric. Yep. And uh, I think historically, as I said earlier in this podcast, um, a lot of my foundation was built in the same place yours was built. Absolutely. And uh, and I think um, and, and my my idea is to pass that on to some other young lifters and had them have some of the great experiences that I had. Well, yeah. And, um, you know, we'll help you out any way we can with the show or whatever. Um, yeah. and, and, and the main thing is now we're building a platform here that, you know, locally, nationally, you know, and I'd love to see what you're doing eventually you even go nationally. But, um, as we keep growing in presence, it's going to alert more and more people. And you never know. I hope someone hears this and contacts you and says, well, I live wherever, but maybe not this year, but next year I'd like to come and do some deadlifting with you. So, you yeah. know, Sean, the possibilities are all there. Um, well, and- I'd like to, you know, we have, we have a, we have, you know, support by, um, you know, Ed Cohn, sure. uh, Stan yep. Efferding, Mark Bell. Yep. So, you know, we, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't geographically, it doesn't right. have to be in Albany, right. you know, or Latham. Right. We could do it in Nebraska. Yeah. Why can't we? Yeah. And if we can provide, if we can provide um, some great resources for the young community yep. at different parts, why, why not? Right? Yeah. Without why not? it. Hey, look, this is the idea of the concept of this show. I've said yeah. The idea here is this. We don't care what you lift. We want you to come in our family here. 100% of that. Okay. Like, that's what I said earlier. Yep. You know? yep. Like, hey, yep. this king of the deadlift would be great. You'll be seeing a bunch of 700-pound deadlifts by yep. men, 400-pound yep. deadlifts by girls. But yep. you know what? It's just as gratifying watching a 300-pound deadlift by a uh, by by a young person at their first competition and watching the thrill in their eyes. And I agree with that, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah. a lot of the people that don't lift – they can identify with 300 pounds. 700, 800 might be a little bit over their head. 
All right? right. I'm not saying they don't like it, but when you say 300 or 200, say, well, you know what? They're saying to themselves, well, if I want to get in this deadlifting, I could probably get to 200 pounds. See, that's the thing that I feel has killed a lot of this stuff is because, yep, everyone wants to lift heavy. You, I, everybody. You want yep. to keep going, going. But here's the deal. How do you relate to somebody that's never even deadlifted or benched or lifted a stone? See, we got to get them in. This is why I want this show to go mainstream. Yep. I want yep. to funnel them in here, and then we're going to turn them loose. That yep. That is how we create winners and champions, brother. You got anything else? No, that's it, Eric. Okay. And thank you. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Uh, thanks for everything. And uh, I hope that some of the audience can be there in any capacity. All right. Well, just hang on. I'm going to give out everything, okay. and then we'll sign off. Uh, okay. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. If you'd like Sean and I to do a particular show, and we were talking last time, I want to get Sean. We're going to get him in here about deadlifting. Um with a, a, a style of a program for for a beginner and intermediate. And next time we talk, we'll talk about this anyways. But I'd love to get him on for that, too. And we'll sure. talk about that. So if there's something you want, Fiorello Barbell, nightcap.r.com. Also, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. We're also on Spotify and Google Podcasts now. We're all over the place. Come on in. Give us a five-star review. We thank you because that's what everyone's given us. If you'd like to get Eminem in your car 24-7, AHA directory, it's pronounced AHA. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, Never be afraid to give five words of inspiration. Five words can change your life. You might not think so, but I'm telling you, how you speak to someone means something. Words have power. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile that day. That might be all you get, believe me. That might be it. And you never know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher here, domination in blood red. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. Also, too. Don't forget, as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother, and it's getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, I talked about him, my greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk everybody to the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best, worst day, or just say it to yourself. I guarantee you, you'll have a grin on your face. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by and tell hundreds of your friends we're coming because we're not going to kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Come in the family here. We're going to be here for at least 30 years. We need you, and you need us, and I mean that. It's very, very important. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you, but we take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And I don't know many people that would ever say that in today's world. Before we sign off with Sean, I'm going to read just a very short poem out of Stones and Strength 
by our great friend, the late Steve Jack, who we just lost recently, and the late, great Peter Martin. I believe it's almost two years now. Um, Steve Jack was the reason I went to Iceland. That's how much he had on me, and not many people impressed me like that. And I owe everything with stones to Steve. And this is how it goes. This is a poem about the Inverse Stone, which is in Scotland if, you're not, if you don't know anything about it. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass. That, until now, has kept you warm and safe. For in a couple of moons, I'll be calling Steve Jack. That is about life. What's calling you? And what are you going to do about it? Um, Sean, great show. Always glad to help out the family with everything with Zachary. Great. Um, thank you, Derek. And thank you for being on, brother. Thank you very much. Looking you forward are welcome. to uh, getting on again with you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, you will be on again, believe me. It won't, be, it won't be a long spell. So, sure. um, as I said this morning, I want to say uh, Sean knows him too. Uh, my buddy Joey Scalacci was over here. I hadn't seen him in a while. Um, glad to see you, brother. Let me tell you, you're one of the people that I can just pick up like we've seen each other every week. Just an incredible brother, let me tell you. And treat people that way. Treat people good. I'm telling you, you will get good back. Don't listen to the naysayers out there and learn to get away from them all. Um, and remember this, you're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. You can do what you want to do. It's just you got to commit to it and believe in yourself, in, in your gut, like nothing else. So, have a great week, everybody. Push this show out. Tell your friends. Um, we're going to put this on etched in stone for kids because there was very little language at all. Just like Gary, we're bringing everybody in this big tent, and I couldn't be happier. Eminem is going to be the biggest thing you've ever seen in the world. I promise you that. And if you think that's bragging, it is bragging because, like uh, Sean said a little bit ago, you should be very proud of what you've uh, accomplished. I got to tell you, I grin from ear to ear, and I don't care if they're saying to me, "Well, you're not making ten grand a month." I've done things that people could never fathom in their life, and why? I believed in myself. Remember that belief, belief, belief. So, have a great week, everybody. For uh, Sean Coleman, this is Eric Fiorello. We believe in you for sure. Believe in yourself. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.